Hi, I'm Lee. I'm Joe. And we are the Rewinders, rewatching childhood movies to see if they still hold up. And this time we watched an, a goodie oldie. A goodie oldie? In my opinion. An oldie goodie? I think so. Crocodile Dundee. And they had quotes under Crocodile in the title for this one. I don't know if you noticed. No, I didn't. I didn't they, and I looked it up like, why are there quotes around Crocodile Dundee? Because marketing people or the or suits thought that people would get confused and think that Crocodile Dundee, Dundee was an actual crocodile. Okay. I don't know. That's doesn't make sense. People in suits make weird decisions. Well, they didn't have the internet back in the 80s, so they had to really... So even though they, they set the guy up as being, here's his name, no. it's a guy, he's over here, they're still going to think he is a crocodile? Maybe. If it were a cartoon, maybe. See, and maybe they didn't realize, well, you know, didn't have the internet back then, you just can't just look it up and, oh yeah, he's not a crocodile. Oh. And then they walk away because they're like, I don't want to have anything to do with this. If, you, if there's not a walking, talking crocodile in this movie. What? I'm just trying to think of the 80s now. Was there a walking, talking crocodile? There was uh, Denver, the last dinosaur. He's a friend and a whole lot more to do. Denver, the last dinosaur. Was he actually like a, a dinosaur suit or something like that? No, he wasn't a di- No, no. He was a dinosaur There's in a, Denver with a rock. There is an alligator that, uh, but he's not a crocodile. They're the same things. Who no, cares? they're not. <sighs> Whatever. Anyway, Crocodile Dundee. Yes. This was in 1986, and this was when, in the 80s, the United States had a love affair for just a couple years with anything Australian. I think it's because it was seemed mysterious. Do you remember any of this at all as a kid? Uh, the Wonders of Australia, or you didn't care? I don't think I cared. Because we had Mad Max. We had yep. Yahoo Serious. Yep. Obviously, Crocodile Dundee. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's one other I can't think of from... What do you mean? Foster's beer. Well, yes. Anyway, but it was just... <laughs> it was around that time period of the eight. Oh, uh, Men at Work. Okay. I come from the land down under. Yeah. Well, then why wasn't Africa a big thing with Toto? Oh, that was, you know, I can't explain. No one can explain Toto. <laughs> But uh, I had a friend. My okay, well, not a friend. And around this time, also, my dad's best friend is Australian, and he's from Sydney. Okay, and he came to visit, and he had he had hit, and he brought uh, stuff, treasures from the wondrous lands of Australia, or just tourist stuff. And he, <laughs> I got two uh, boomerangs. Out of it and, there you and, go. Uh, yeah. And some money. I think everyone like, kind of had a boomerang at one time in the 80s. Yeah, just, and then they realized how not, not fun they were. Or, and, then, yes. and then never got another one. I don't even think I threw it because it had it was painted and looked pretty. Oh, okay. It wasn't, it wasn't made for killing. It was made for looking. <laughs> but what do you remember, childhood memories, of Crack Dead Dundee? So, uh... I think, honestly, a lot of the memories only really circulate in New York for some reason. The Australian stuff, uh, not mm-hmm. really sitting there. Nothing. Okay. And uh, when I thought about it, it was like, yeah, he like uses his knife all the time. Yeah, he fights <laughs> crocodiles all the time. Yeah, he does. No. He fights all the time. And, not really. <laughs> and, yeah. 
So it was a lot more action in my memory of this movie. It's the, actually the second one has the action in it. Um, the first one, yeah, you're, you, I kind of combined the two together in, in memory. Where yeah, this one is very much more comedy and uh, just fish out of water, yeah, fun uh, story. And then the second one is the one where there's a drug lord and there's action and danger and a lot more fighting. And I think he uses his knife a lot more in that. It's it's possible. It's possible. I remember but, that I watched the second uh-huh. one, but. I can't for the life of me remember anything about it. These two movies had a lot of... I watched these uh, Crocodile Dundee movies a lot as a kid. And I definitely just remember a couple of things from New York City. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm the opposite. I remember all the stuff from Australia. I don't know why. Maybe just Mm -hmm. because it's interesting. And Well, it's not like there wasn't interesting things. I just... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It... The child brain, whatever memories you capture, yeah, or whatever influences you, or really just sticks with you with one reason or another. Who, who knows? Who knows? Child and brain. add time into there, and yeah, that too, and and frequency, of, yeah, of a movie you've watched over and over. But uh, yeah, let yeah. me think. I, yeah, besides his knife, and I, uh, I have a crocodile Dundee knife that my dad gave me. It's a big. Giant Bowie knife. Have, have you done in any mm-hmm. crocodiles with it? No, no, no. Only alligators. Oh, okay. That's why they're the same thing. <laughs> anyway. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got, Joe? Do you got the plot? Sure. You, can you handle the plot? <laughs> we'll see. All right. Uh, so we start in New York night. It's in a uh, newspaper place. Dude on the phone. And... Hey hey, nope. you gotta you're gonna come home, and then the lady's like, "Hey hey, no, I'm not because I've heard this dude lives out here, and he got his leg eaten off, and <laughs> he crawled back. I should get this story. He just, he just got be eaten awesome. off, or oh, by a, by a crocodile. By a crocodile. Oh, he just didn't. I mean, he, could he didn't in, eat it. He could have been in Florida, and the guy in bath salts just like, "I'm with your leg." Yeah, but they were in uh, Australia. Yep. So, uh. She seems to swindle this guy into paying more money for her to be jet setting around the world and finding crappy stories to publish exactly. in a newspaper. That's, I'm just thinking, watching this as an adult, what a waste of money. Oh, you're a newspaper. Okay, so she's she's a reporter talking to the chief editor or whatever. They have a relationship kind of, you can tell maybe that they're together, whatever. But she's in this huge hotel overlooking uh, the Sydney Opera House mm-hmm. and just – what a That's waste the of, only way you can know what, that she's in Australia if I guess you so. see that. But what a waste of money. But then it then you realize, oh, I, I didn't remember this part later on in the movie. Why? Because, well. Don't ruin I, it. I, I won't ruin it, but there's a reason why money is being wasted, I guess, <laughs> in my opinion. But you're right. Yeah, she hears of a story about yep. and uh guy. As she tells it, her hair never dries because it's got the wet look that night. It was popular in the 80s. And uh, so after we establish that there's this guy with a 20-word name and two of the words are Crocodile Dundee, <laughs> um, then – so like within the first few minutes, we have the name of the movie already repeated back at us. Yeah. So now I'm happy. And uh, then it cuts over to the credit sequence, a helicopter – 
starts with the didgeridoo to make it feel Australian, and then turns into crappy 80s music. I love this music, the, the theme for Crocodile Dundee. Not, there's other music in here that does not fit. It's <laughs> cheesy and bad, but I love the main theme of it. I have it in my head. I, I it, couldn't even tell you what it is. Do, 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 Anyway, yeah, I have it in my head, and as soon as that music started playing, as the credits, it's a helicopter showing you going out into the bush of uh, Australia. It it just nostalgia waves kept on hitting me over and over, like, oh my god, this music! And it there's a because it's the the main theme of the music, then they play at the very end of it, and that really hit me hard because I remember as a kid, like, oh, I really like this ending. Did Did you cry? Teared up a little bit this time around. Like, aw. <laughs> anyway, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So, yeah, the helicopter shows off. Hold on. You didn't like the music? No. <sighs> I enjoyed it thoroughly. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Go on. Uh, apparently, the helicopter takes her out to no man's land in Australia, and uh, she gets dropped off and picked up by Walter, who is the most British man in Australia. He's, he's Walt. I love him. And he wears all white. Yep. All the time. He's always, yeah, he's like in a safari type outfit. Mm -hmm. I like Walt. He should always have tea on him to prove (laughs) how British he is, even though he does a pretty good job by himself. Uh, Uh, He takes her into town, and that's where we get hit with our first product placement on the hotel. Foster's. Yep. Big sign for Foster's that obviously would not be there. It's too clean and prominent and whatever. And nobody in Australia drinks Foster's as I've come to understand yeah, it's no, this it's... other beer that yeah it's just it's nobody drinks fosters but yeah so they're out in a place called walkabout creek mm-hmm. and he took her to the walkabout creek hotel which <laughs> makes all they got yeah it, it just so, looks like a rundown place that you would have seen five in, buildings yeah, yeah something everywhere. from the wild west or something i was expecting uh humongous to come around and like give us your women and give us your gas <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, it's a shithole, and that's yeah. the idea. It's like it's run down. You're in the sticks, and and Walter's been talk uh, or Walt has been talking up Crocodile Dundee that they're going to meet at some point. But just mm-hmm. saying how basically just uh, give it, making him into bi- a bigger legend that uh, Crocodile Dundee, yes. Dundee is. Or, and yeah. when the locals hear these legendary yeah, like, tales, they they cut up and joke oh, and oh, it's getting better and better every time you tell it. Ah. Yeah, cracky. So Walter is trying to convince her that, you know, he's going to be a normal guy. These people doing these weird and wacky things in the pub, you know, or don't worry that he's not like that. But he ends up tossing a stuffed crocodile into the pub, which freaks everybody out. And then a knife comes fun. in and, yeah, the whole place goes into yeah. chaos for a little bit. And that's our yeah, first introduction of uh, Paul Hogan. And his name was before the credits, so you know he's a big deal. No. He's a big deal from Australia, apparently, but... And then he became a big deal for a while after this movie, because this movie was huge. It was only second biggest next to Top Gun that year. Wow. It was... What was wrong with people that this, year? I, I They love, liked Top Gun, and they liked Paul Hogan. This. Okay, well, he's introduct And he's an older <laughs> man. He comes out, yeah, and, yeah, and he's, 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 he's got lean muscle on, and he's... Uh, in leather outfit, I guess. And he's been out in, in the sun hat. too he's, long. He's very weathered. Yes. Very weathered man. And they try to make everyone look weathered, but they end no. up just looking smeared with, like... Dirt. The, yeah, or shoe polish. <laughs> <laughs> shoe polish. Yeah. 
But she's a yeah, uh, Linda, I think. No, uh, Sue is her name. I think I just, Linda I is the I call her name. she and her all it's, over. It's Sue is the character <laughs> name played she's by Linda. She's forgettable Karzalski. as a character. Really? I I liked her this time around. As a kid, didn't pay any attention Well, yeah, to I could see as a kid it went. Bes- yeah. Besides one scene in particular. <laughs> when but, you see her butt. When you see her, 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 her butt thong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but but I, I don't know. This time around, okay, they're giving her something else. I, yeah. I, I can kind of see what you're saying. They, I mean, she but. says, like, I, I mean, I can handle myself. I'm a tough New York girl, which mm-hmm. is a cliched line. Yes. But I don't know. I liked her more than in, say, other movies of other actresses who just be... I don't know how to describe it. Whatever. I like her. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so then Dundee, you know, like, swings her around, dances to the most awful MIDI. Like, this jukebox yeah. must have came for, like, 50 cents it because was, it yeah. plays crap Casio keyboard songs. <laughs> and that's what I mean. Like, I only like the theme, but then this music comes in. What shit is this? <laughs> It was god awful. Yeah, and the whole idea is that it's a rough and tumble uh, a bar. He's got a friend there named Dunk and a, another little guy, and they have like this stupid little joke where you you have to punch Dunk in the he-, he puts a beer on the top of his yep. head, and you have to try to knock it off, but he's off of him by punching him in gut or something. Yeah, something like that. But but uh, Mick Dundee, as or as his actual name is, I guess. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, he kisses him instead to knock the beer off. And then he's like, oh, we're just having fun. Oh, we're just having fun. Let's get some more uh, Fosters out here. <laughs> and, but he's just, he's just showing like, oh, whatever. Uh, yeah. She's asking him, so how did you serve? Oh, I thought you lost your leg. Yeah. He just shows a big gnarly scar. Yeah. yeah. That's bad enough in my yeah, book. Yeah, it, it was, it meant, oh, you survived that. That's, yeah. And, and cr- crawled all the way back to, I guess, quote unquote, civilization. Yeah. But then... White guy who obviously is not from around there is like, oh, yeah. that's right. Calls him a poacher, and that's a bad word. Yeah. So then Crocodile Dundee punches him in the face, and knocks him out. And yeah. They, while they're they dancing. drag him out, and all the locals are like, "Yeah, screw him." So you're like, "Okay, whoever that guy was." Well, he comes back later on, but yeah, yeah he he, he's they're just the idea is that they just want to go kill some crocs for fun, and maybe Crocodile Dundee, I guess since his name is here, can go help him out. But we're, we're, the idea is the movie's trying to show, oh, he's a good guy. He's not a poacher, even though he kind of is. They don't say it. They don't directly say but it. But they kind of show it. Yeah, exactly. So uh, then after that, and he punches the dude, uh, they head out into the outback the next day. Yeah, the whole idea is that uh, Walt and, and Mick have a... Uh, have a tourist business. Never, never safari. I think that's it. I think you're right. And, Why is it called and, uh, that? Because you never want to go out with them because you'll never come back. Oh, snap. <laughs> and Sue, being the reporter, she wants to get the full story. Yeah, she's met, met Mick, but she wants to be led out into the bush on where the attack happened yep. and how he survived uh, being almost killed by this croc. So she wants to go out in there. So that's the thin excuse of why they, they this. she's she's going out. And it's really just to showcase Australia yeah. uh, to, to Americans or to the rest of the world. The uh, non-beaches, the, uh, the non-city. Yeah, exactly. And then also slowly and cautiously introduce the Aborigines. Very much so. And, yeah, I definitely remember that as a kid, too. As yeah. The Aborigines of 
And I think it, uh, there's more of them in the second one. There's a lot, because they're in Australia a lot more in the second one. Yeah. But I, anyway. I, I enjoyed the all the, uh, I guess, shots, the film filmography, the, 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 uh, the shots of Australia. I enjoyed it. It's really hard to make a place like Australia not look interesting. I mean, unless yeah. you're, like, just mm-hmm. shooting down at dirt really close. Then you, yeah, exactly. But then you realize, oh, that's... Ni- only ninety percent of Australia is photographable. The rest of it, it's just desert. It's desert, and yeah. Nothing, nothing there. So I mean, yeah, they're showing you pretty stuff and and interesting locations, but and there's some great yeah. movies about that nothing space. Uh, I think is it's it called, called Australia. No, it's called something like Trek or something. I've never heard. Yeah, of it. it's about like a, a teenage girl that decides to cross it. By yourself. That's insane. Yeah. Did she survive? Because yeah. holy shit, everything there is venomous. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Everything there is bred to kill you. Yeah, and it's not <laughs> like this movie at all. Oh no, no, of course. Of course. No, this is this is light and and although there are journalists in that and they are covering her story. <laughs> huh. It's suddenly now this weird sort of like That's crocodile dundee, but in a different part of the world, <laughs> part of their country. But anyway, have a charming Paul Hogan, though. No, but she had a dog. Oh, puppy. Okay. Uh, so uh, they go on. She does a like mini interview with him in the car, and they, so you get some idea on the background of stuff like that. Oh yeah, the idea that he he doesn't really he doesn't even know what year it is. Yeah, and he was raised by Aborigines. Aborigines. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. She asks like, oh, let's just get get to know who you are. How old are you? I don't know. The Aborigines who <laughs> told me I was born in the summer. Yep. So whatever. And at first you're you're trying to figure out because he and Walt are trying to make things bigger and yeah, more lavish. You, or is he is he telling the truth or not? But I think he is. They do genuine. ride that line very well. But yes. yeah, I think at the he, by the time you get through the movie, you realize he, he, he was actually intertwined with the Aborigines somehow. And he has mystical powers. Ooh. Kind of. Over water buffaloes. Yeah, that we show up soon here <laughs> so yeah um he uh they get there's a water buffalo just standing in the road it's so they cute. have to get around it so they do this really weird okay he gives the water buffalo the hang loose sign to its face and then the water buffalo lays down this yep. does not help them get around the water buffalo the same thing is okay now the water buffalo is in the in your road in the way now i mean it's still it's laying down it's not gonna I don't think it was even going to charge the I, weird truck thing they're driving, but so apparently, I guess they go around it, which they could have done anyway. Yeah, but but we needed to see the wow, 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 wow. Yeah, and and yeah, and she and Sue was just wow. That, I mean, this guy actually maybe for real because she was even wondering. Okay, yeah. I know I'm not dumb. They're pulling my leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could understand it. Yeah, but maybe he's got something else. So then they end up on a boat, and they go zooming off into the... Boat. Yeah. Got yeah that's, that's how we say it around here. Boat. Going to boat. God damn it. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. And they kind of go over um, Aboriginal rights to land and stuff once they get to the camp. Yeah, because Sue is asking, well, don't you believe in that uh, the Aborigines have a, a way to get their land back that, that was taken from them? And he just says, well... They don't think about it that way. They just walk on the land. And, and what I really like, he says something like, uh, see those those rocks over there, that rock uh, mountain area, whatever? Mm-hmm. Those have been there 
for thousands of years, millions of years, and they'll be there afterwards too. It's it's like arguing about uh, a tick arguing or a fleas arguing over the body of a, of a dog. Mm-hmm. Like who? It's it's insignificant. Who cares? Really? Is his whole his whole lifestyle idea is whatever. Whatever yeah. com- whatever comes my way, I'll deal with it then. I'm not really going to have an opinion about this or that. Just whatever. Yep. I, if I can't change it, then I'm not going to try to. Which sadly doesn't make great <laughs> dynamics for a character. No, but... But... It makes yeah. him interesting, though, too. It makes him interesting on that level, but then when he has to interact with stuff, I mean, you can throw whatever at him and he rolls with it, and it's like... Yeah. Eh, when you have more defined characteristics, you uh-huh. can get more interesting things out of characters. So to but that's me, that's not the point of this movie, though. No, it's not. The point of this movie is that we meet Paul this Hogan guy, wanted to be in a movie. Paul Hogan wanted to show how charming he was to the rest of the world and how awesome Australia is. So the whole point of the movie is here's this kind of backwater guy who's nice, who's not an idiot. Yeah. But and then eventually be thrown into New York City and all the technology because he doesn't care about technology, even though there's this one scene where Walt is going to drop them off. He'll be back on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and as they're getting out of the boat, uh, boat, <laughs> he goes to Walt and checks his his uh, watch and then looks up at the at the uh, the star the sun. Well, that sun's a star. <laughs> yes. He looks at the sun and says, "Yeah, well, it's about two twenty right now. Better start walking." Uh, to make camp and she's amazed like how did you know what time it is because then she looks at her watch yeah. the exact time holy shit this guy's for real they synchronized yeah, I guess so anyway but there's that so so yeah and when they set up camp at night uh, they're just having this talk about land rights and all that stuff oh that's and, that one alright uh, he's walking around as he's talking all nonchalant grabs a snake randomly snaps its neck throws mm-hmm. it aside and then we find out oh yeah it's really venomous don't yep. worry though if you stay close to me you don't have to worry about him it'll be fine don't worry it's like yeah okay that's that's the kind of character I liked about him is this nonchalant like yes. he knows exactly what to do yeah he was raised out here yeah and then yeah so no matter how cheesy big he tries to make it sound mm-hmm. there's obviously truth he's undertone. got skill he does have some skills so they go to sleep and uh lady Yee-haw! gets waken up by gunshots as yosemite sam Woo! is right outside their camp shooting his guns into the air yeah a bunch of poachers or not even po- just drunk assholes in trucks shooting uh, uh wallabies not wallabies uh, kangaroos kangaroos yeah yep and uh she goes off and and uh Paul Hogan is hanging out there, not Paul Hogan, Mick Dundee, <laughs> whatever. Whatever. And, yeah, and the whole scene is just to show that he, she's like, well, aren't you going to stop them? Why? Why would I bother? They're just having fun. They're, it's not against the law, yeah. what they're doing. And But then she's like, you know, they're killing cute little kangaroos. Please stop them. So then he takes a corpse. <laughs> Kangaroo, when I was already shot, yep. puts his rifle in it. And then whistles for them. A guy was going to take a piss or something like that. Yep. I, was this the same guy that got punched in the face? Yes. Okay, I couldn't really tell. And then, I'm pretty sure it was. I, I will, I'm sure it was. And then he he uses the the, the the kangaroo as a as a shield, but also is shooting at the at everybody. Yeah, so it looks like a kangaroo is having <laughs> his vengeance. <laughs> he got vengeance. Ah, get them kangaroo man. But yeah, not but not killing anyone because he's a good guy hitting their windshield yeah. or or searchlight. Mm-hmm. And they they get spooked because the mad kangaroo is going to murder them all. 
Which, you know, whatever. It's funny, not realistic, because they would all just level their guns and just start blamming away. You know how drunk they are? Or, yeah, you're right, though. They probably were just unloaded. You're thinking of, like, an American, though. <laughs> yes. Not like an Australian. So they get that out of the way, and, uh... What the heck? <laughs> it, doesn't, it, it doesn't matter where... I mean, we can just skip ahead, Joe. We don't have to exactly on whatever. We can generalize, really. Oh, no, I get Okay, now I get it. Okay. Then in the next morning, uh, you see uh, Paul Hogan shaving with a razor. And when he sees Lady coming up, he quickly swaps it out with his knife to be like, look how manly and... I am when I shave in so the morning. so dumb because he just put the razor in his belt. And, and he didn't and hide it. It's right there. So, And who cares? Yeah. I know, but he's just trying to show how manly he is with his shaft knife. So, and in this conversation, he says, oh, no, you can't last five minutes out there because yeah. you're, you're a lady and this is a man's country. Yeah. Which ends up being kind of a theme of his in the beginning of the movie about, about her and Australia. A little bit. Which, granted... More or less, she's someone from New York who has no survival skills. It doesn't matter what... If I went to yes, Australia, exactly. I I'd probably know. end up dying. I wouldn't want to go there. Giant <laughs> spiders that are, and, yeah, snakes everywhere. Koalas with VD. My God. <laughs> so, but then she decides that she's going to show them up and get to their rally point. And she's yeah. like, well, I'll see you there. I'll see you there. All right. And she can, he convinces her to take the gun, makes fun of her for holding the gun a certain way, so she fires it at him, hits right by his toe, which... Lucky that she didn't hit him. Boys and girls, <laughs> do not point guns at other people. That is wrong. Even that if you is want to dangerous. show how tough you are. You don't do that. This is showing you <laughs> poor usage and poor safety of firearms. The more you know. <laughs> so then she heads off into the bush, out bush the outback, and whatever. Steakhouse. And he's like being se- sneaky snake after yeah, her. Sneaky snake, he is. Takes yeah. his shoes off. Basically, it looks like he leaves everything behind, even his boots. A, and that was a bad idea that I was watching. Just. Wait, where's all his stuff? He needs his survival. I mean, he has a backpack and stuff. He took off his shoes to be sneaky. What, what are you doing? I, I'm going to say he had a catapult that he didn't show her, and he just catapulted all oh, his goods ahead of okay. them so that he could just get it all back. That's an ancient Aboriginal secret catapult launching your <laughs> equipment ahead of you. When so he went on walkabout. Yeah. So he follows her until she decides to take a break next yeah. to water. Now, yeah. I've never been to Australia. I've never been to um, what, what's the uh, the Outback swampy. The, I've been to Outback okay, Steakhouse. I, 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 I wasn't. I went don't. there once and only once. It was yep. not good. I think I maybe gave it a second shot and was just really? like, oh, no, no. well, I had, a, I had a coupon. So, well, there was a reason why the one in Green Bay shut down. <laughs> it was not good. So. Uh, so she decides to stop at this watering hole area, and to me, it's like immediately as an adult going. You're an idiot. <laughs> and of course Look out there's crocs there. <laughs> so oh, no, you did it. Oh no. Two no. two things about this. One two things. You know there's crocodiles in that water. Because you know the movie's called Crocodile Dundee. Yes. And two, it's it's Australia. It's, and this is water. Things live in the water that want to kill you. Exactly. And not just that. Or three, it could be 
gross stagnant water that could get you bacteria. Why is she going to drink it? And give you the poops. That's why that was number two on my list was why are you filling your canteen with this crap? And number four, why did she take off her Her skirt? Her skirt thing so then you could see her butt. I think oh, it was that's why. to see her butt. To see her butt, because I mean, Paul Hogan. Why did she need on, to stretch like she did? To, to give you to the idea that Paul maybe, Hogan, yeah, show. he's a peeper. He's a, he's, he was peeping and he bonks his head on the <laughs> on a log or whatever. But yes. Either way, monster jumps out, grabs her canteen. <laughs> it's a monster. Yeah, she has a canteen around her neck, and it grabs the canteen and it's pulling on whatever. her. And I remember this as a, as a kid, a scene being very scary. And it's still the way it's shot, very close up and panicky. It's just now I'm just thinking it okay, it's the the canteen around your neck really isn't that on you that strongly. Like no. you're not you just if you just dip your head down, yep. boom, there it slides off. There's a lot of ways that this could have gone better, but, but whatever. But as a kid, I don't know why, I just didn't didn't notice that, but I thought it was a very intense scene. Especially then when Croc, you know, the well, sure, comes yeah. out of the bush. Your out of imagination nowhere. is also taking over because there's really nothing to watch. Because yeah. you it's see a- something come out of the water, you guess it grabs her canteen because she's holding onto it and it's getting pulled. Pulled back and forth, and then you see uh, Mick then, run yeah. out, and then he stabs it in the, in the head. And you don't really see it in full until no. after it's dead and sitting yes. there and motionless. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay. I, I chalked that one up with when he said, hey, check out those rocks over there. And they never they showed never the rocks. Yeah. I, I'm guessing this is also part of the whole, like, they had, so you know, shoot so much stuff and, ah, uh, crap, we didn't, ah, uh, Whatever. We'll, we'll fix it in editing. <laughs> but I, I did like it. He comes out and, and just stabs and, and twists the knife in its head. And then she's freaking out, and he hugs, he holds her, just yeah. like, just to calm her down. And I thought that was a very effective, good acting in her part of being terrified. And I think maybe that's why as a kid, just all those things cut together, it it still kind of works in my opinion. But whatever, if you could be a cynical asshole like you, then <laughs> doesn't eh, it was all right. I still think it holds up, but but it could be nostalgia talking. So then they they. You know, she put so on it, her butt cover again yeah, after and, this. And so it's a little bit of a bonding yeah, uh, situation definitely. for them. He saved her life. <laughs> yes, definitely she did. he did. And uh, they're they're at another camp, I guess. Yeah, after and they go this. swimming, right? <laughs> oh, no, no, this is before that. Whatever. Yeah. You got the Aborig- Aborigine friend yeah, comes the, by, which I like. the guy who's like city boy, but he was born an Aborigine. Uh, Neville, I think his ne- name yeah, is. Yeah, and he's, he's wearing blue jeans. Totally thinks and acts like a, uh, a modern person that you wouldn't expect to be an Aborigine. Yeah. Which, uh, I'm going to have to break it to a lot of people. A lot of Aborigines are just normal, yes. average people, and they live in town. Yep, definitely. Yeah, it's just, it's just I mean, <laughs> they're people, exactly. Yeah. And that's what I liked about it is, he comes out and she's spooked at first. Cause like, who's this guy? Oh, it's my friend, Neville. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. And then he says... He looks at his, his watch that he has. His it beeps at him or something. He says, "Oh, we're late for the ceremony or dance we have, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna go see ya." <laughs> I like that. And uh, oh yeah, and then she says, "Oh, how do how do Aborigines see in the dark? Oh, they just have a way about things." And then you hear him bump into something. Oh, oh, it's okay. I'm all right. Yeah, and he's like, "I hate the oh, forest. Hate or the whatever. forest in the dark. Oh, whatever." Yeah, yeah. As anyone would. Yeah. And then uh, Mick is like, oh, I'm going to go join them. Yeah. Women are not You can't allowed. come. Yep. 
no ladies. It's like a it's like a fort for all boys mm-hmm. yep. in this no, country. No, no girls allowed. And she's not going to take no for an answer. So she goes to f- photograph something she shouldn't be photographing because she was explicitly told that you don't take photographs and of this. And they're just dancing around. Uh, yeah. And he's got... But it's a good way to introduce people who have no knowledge about True. Aborigines. You know, like, yeah. here's something that they're doing. Because it, it looked like it could be authentic. It, like it, they, it, I, I looked it up, and it is, because um, Neville, the actor who plays him, he is the foremost uh, person in Australia to to know about Aboriginal dance. He's a choreographer. He knows all mm-hmm. about it. He's still doing it to this day. So he... Good. So, yeah. I know, and it gave off that hint. It was like, okay, good. That looks real. We're, we're showing people who mm-hmm. have never seen this. That's Here's a little hint. Yep. And, you Australia. know, we're not saying good, bad, funny, serious. No, we're just showing yes. it. Yeah, it wasn't making fun of them. Just here it is. Yep. And, and I like that, yeah, um... Mick Dundee is part of their tribe or a friend or something. And yeah. He's got body paint on, but then gets she's ooh. looking through her viewfinder of her Viewmaster Camera. 2000 <laughs> and going to take a picture, but then Mick makes Meow. a high contact through the camera and she's like, jinkies, and runs back to the camp. He's got spooky six cents. Yeah, the, he comes back at, afterwards at the camp and she's. She is starting really to fall for him at this point, I think. I think so, Because yeah. he's so mysterious and so different. And she even asks him blatantly, blatantly when he comes back, are you uh, telepathic? And then I think he says a line of something like, um, what was the line of? <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> something about uh, about the cro- everything out here uh, wanted to eat. eat eat me she says and then he says something like well i i thought about eating you too Woo. double entendre Woo. Woo. sorry <laughs> anyway uh yeah so they get up and then they get to the next bit yeah I where think. this is now now this is where uh she they finally get to the spot where he was in a boat and at the time, there was water everywhere. And so this is where he was attacked. Yeah. And so okay. he find, finds his old boat and it has mm-hmm. a huge hole in it and says, oh, the croc must have been like six, 18 feet long. And they took a hole, took a chunk out of it. Yep. And uh, then something like, um, oh, then it, then it it grabbed me, but I fought back. It, it, and this is, she, and he's explaining how crocs, what they do when they grab someone. Yes. Yep. Which is, yep, grab them, bring them down to the bottom and roll them around until they die. Just, just basically grab and hold, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, was it put him underneath a rock to tenderize him, which I think he just added for fun. But yeah, and he just said, "I fought back," and it let go. Mm-hmm. It didn't, he didn't, he didn't want to fight that much. And that's when she goes and she finds a bunch of uh, empty shells from a rifle. Like, oh, so you were just out fishing here? You weren't poaching crocodiles? Mm-hmm. Oh, and then we don't talk about it. Yeah. But that's the idea. Yeah, that he was there, and that actually happens way earlier. We just it doesn't whatever, matter. And then and then that's the whole idea. Is then he got wounded, his leg is gashing, and he's crawling through the bush, and, yep. and all his different stops and how he's getting back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they're at a pool or whatever. Yeah, or, which is very pretty. And uh, leading up to the pool, they have the uh, Jesus moment where he explains how God was always with him and really? something like that. Yeah, they worked they oh, worked Christianity that. into this. They did? Yeah. I blanked on this It was part. just a, a passing moment, huh. but uh, they it's very obvious that they, they have, took they moments to, to that mention in. that he was Christian. Oh, all right. And that he used his faith to help him get out alive. And then they, uh, he ends up at the the pool, and they go swimming, and... 
Yeah, I think they kiss a little bit. They they make out. Yeah. Um, he he gets her some food, and that's where the line of "You can live on it, but it tastes like shit." First happens. Oh yeah, he has a whole spread of stuff from grub and and lizards, and says all that stuff. It's fine. You can live on it. it tastes like shit. But I mean, I'm, I'm and he pulls out a can of beans. It's like, yeah. But you can have this instead. Yeah, it's funny. But this is when she after they kiss, she just kind of says, "I want you to come back with me to New mm-hmm. York City for the story." And he's like, well, I mean, got this, why not? Yeah, <laughs> They're paying me, got this pretty lady who's interested in me. Sure, let's let's do it. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, whatever. They, and that's really it. He spears a fish and then throws it aside. <laughs> that's what? Good. That's going to be better eating what these grubs and lizard stuff you had. Although the lizard might be pretty good. I'd, I'd give that lizard a I'd try. I'd give the lizard a try. Yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't, I mean, unless I had to eat those uh, giant grub thing. It be <laughs> mushy. I mean. I know a Pomona and Tumba loved eating those things, but nah, I'll have the can of beans instead. <laughs> so uh, then they, after making out a little bit, they hear, woo, woo. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Neville and, was watching. Yeah. <laughs> Just, you don't see him, but you see her, woo. And then he's like, ah, he's probably lost, which I didn't quite get because they found him right away and he yeah. was there. But either way, he mentions to Walter that he's going to go back to New York. And Walter's like, like oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, you're going to yeah. And he does the fist pump, like, yep. you, you got some, huh? Yeah, buddy. And then, yeah, so, so then they transitioned to him getting on a plane. And Never been on a plane before. He must have gotten his passport very quickly in order to do this. It was the 80s. Flying was so simple. Who cared? You could, <laughs> he brought his knife on. It doesn't matter. And, uh... Uh, they take off, and uh, as he takes off, all you hear is, Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, if you've never flown on a plane before, get, yeah. he got a little, his ears He was nervous, yeah. He was nervous. He started I'd... crying like a baby, and they gave him some bubble gum. <laughs> he got to go sit with the first, the, 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 the co- co-pilot, got a little of his wings. Oh, he's got his wings? Yep. I, Things I, you could do in the 80s, going into the cockpit yeah. as a kid. I didn't get wings. They only gave no. me extra drinks and, like, sandwiches last time. Extra I've... drinks? Okay. And then he sat on the captain's lap and then he's like so timmy so joe you like movies with gladiators in them <laughs> that would have been awesome oh sexual so because that oh, would have meant 80s. that i would have gone oh. through first class and i would have been like slap slap like everyone's back of their head because it would be in the middle of the night and i'm like i'm not sleeping no neither are you man I'm a jerk I'm ass a jerk kid. Mm-hmm. that is unless i was up in first class then i'd be sleeping with them have you ever gone first class <laughs> i mean have you ever been bumped up no, no, oh, no! It's amazing. It happened once. Uh, I can't remember yeah. where I was going to, but we used to fly a lot to Mexico and back. Oh, when okay, I was kid. and I don't remember what happened if this was that, but I remember being in first class and it was. So I like that you nice. get like your little pod. Yep, you get everything. But anyway, they weren't flying, flying first class, no. even though they should really. They, they were should like should have been. They were flying um, like well, the the not coach, but. <laughs> Not first class, and that middle area, because it was roomy, yes. and there weren't that many people sitting there. So, you know, yeah. they had the nice area, but not the really nice yeah. area. But now we're in New York City. New York City! 1986. <laughs> I like that they used to shoot on location in New York. Now yeah. it's Vancouver. Everything is... They just go to Vancouver because it's cheap, and they can make Vancouver look like anything, apparently. But it also looked like when they did shots, they did it almost guerrilla style in New York, where like, like had some of the people in the shot had no idea what was going on. That happened a lot, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, the eighties, meh. So they take them to the hotel. The hotel's 
huge. Enormous. Again, this newspaper money. What the fuck? <laughs> He's just, oh, so how many people are staying here? Just you. Okay, this is huge. This is enormous. Yep. Bidets are funny. Uh, I, I forgot about this joke, and I thought he, yeah, he had no idea what a bidet was. And then when she's leaving, he sticks his head out the window and says, it's for wiping your, or for cleaning your bum afterwards, or something like, or your backside. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and uh, the editor-in-chief guy is there, and he he's he's with with Sue or whatever, yeah. and he's a, oh, I'm a New York guy. Hey, hey, hey. I don't really care for this Oh, this guy's, guy. why did he bring this guy here? Oh, it's it's part of a story. That yeah. everybody loves, which we really don't. We never get the hint of that at this point yet. I mean, it's not like people are, wow, this new story is amazing. My God, yeah. just a hooker talks about it later on. I know. Hey, you're that guy who's reading about in the newspaper. So, so we know who their, uh, their audience demograph is, is for this newspaper. <laughs> yeah. But um, blah, blah, blah. Yes. He goes out on adventures in yeah. New York by himself. And he meets prostitutes. He meets taxi drivers, transvestites. And more importantly, the limo driver. Yeah, limo driver. Who, when he's huh. living in New York, he's a limo driver. When he's living in L.A., he's a police officer. Carl Winslow. Officer Carl Winslow is here. Or, I can't remember his real name. Reginald... Val Johnson. There we go. That's his real name. <laughs> but Carl Winslow is here. He's a limo driver. Awesome. I'm happy. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. And there's a little interaction where he's like, hey, so he's, uh, uh, Mick is asking, so what tribe are you from? Yeah. And he just, uh, yeah. no tribe. No. Just, just here. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's a good way to get punched in New York City <laughs> no, is but, to ask but, people that. But Paul Hogan's charming. He's just gener- He's generally just. Oh yeah, he wasn't making fun. He just and no, and has, everyone who he met caught on to that. Oh, Even like, the people oh, you who have no idea about anything, I can yeah. tell. He yeah, definitely not from here or from civilization. And it, it's good. This is the part that I think stuck with me the most is all his adventures by himself in yes. New York because yeah. those are yeah. kind of relatable things when it is. when you go somewhere you've never been before and yeah. kind of how out of. Sorts like, you where, feel. Where do I go? What do I do? How are the people? And yeah, his first outing, he just walks, and there's just so many people that he's trying to say good day to everybody, mm-hmm. but there's just so many people he's bumping into them, and he just gets lost in the sea of people. That's why he like climbs a, a pole or whatever, and a uh, uh, yeah, cop horse, horse cop, cop. horse c- horse cop comes in and <laughs> snatches him and hands him, drops him back off at the hotel, gives him his knife, gives back. him his giant Bowie knife. Hey, there's nothing against the law saying you I can't know. have that knife. I guess. I guess. Whatever. And <laughs> this then, yeah. is like the '80s New York. There was, mm-hmm. you know, everything was scummy and scuzzy and simpler times. It was simpler times. Whatever. They go to dinner with Sue and his editor, her editor, who had been drinking for three hours up until I guess then. So and, he and, didn't seem that drunk at the beginning, but no, but he is an asshole. Is yeah, the point. he had, and he's yeah. just making fun of Mick for not knowing anything. He says, "Oh, maybe you can order for us all." and it's in Italian, yeah. and he's trying. To, he's just talking Italian, being a, being a complete asshole. So, yeah. of course, what do you do? You punch him in the face. Because that's justified ends of means, but no, whatever. And, I mean, yeah, whatever. You punch yeah. him. And, and Sue's just kind of, he told me you punched him. That's not nice. She's really not, <laughs> because she knows deep down that this guy's a piece of crap. And yeah. I don't, she really doesn't like him. But, I, I I did like the line though where he's like oh, I feel like I'm gonna throw up and she just rolls her eyes at like, him. Oh yeah, they're in the back of a tag. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna feel like I'm gonna throw up. Oh, you're such an annoyance. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, second night out, yeah, meets a cab driver, or whatever, and 
He's done with the night, so they're gonna go out drinking. Go drinking to a local local pub. You meet some uh, guys that are fancy, nice, kind. I mean, not like rich fancy, yeah. but they're you know in their own means fancy. That's how I because they that guy was wearing like a hat, a leather jacket, oh, that guy very nice in. shirt. Oh, yeah. The one that shook his hand shook and his showed hand. him how to shake. Showed hands. him how to shake his hand. Uh, yeah. yeah, and was like, I like this guy. Yeah, and that's really yeah. So do I. As a viewer, like I like this guy too. Yeah, I would totally be down with just hang out having with a few just, drinks with him and uh, talking to him. Yeah, tell, tell what do you think? Well, what's it like here? What's it like? I mean, yeah, you yeah. want to drink with this guy, but then, but then this uh, fellow wants to do more things to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but she, yeah the transvestite, which doesn't hold up anymore, in no. my opinion, in no, the 21st it's, century. It's assault. I mean, though, it's, it's his fault, too, though, because he's, I mean, you gotta say who you are. He's assuming that you're a lady. He doesn't know. You know that he's yes. It's, I agree. And but then yeah, he go, and they're like, we've been trying to tell you all night. That lady, that's actually a guy. Yeah, and goes up that and, was something that was more of a joke. Yeah, back then it was a joke back then, and not anymore. No, and he yeah, Crocodile Dundee goes over and shakes his hand down below, like oh yeah, he has a dick, and yep. she and he she she he runs off, but you know whatever. You know what she looks nice. She does. <laughs> she she dresses up good. She had good makeup. I was it actually late. I have no idea. I didn't even look it up. No, I'm. I, I, doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Whatever. It does. That that part does not hold up anymore. No. In movies. And then he goes outside to have a breather, and there's two ladies leaning up a, a, a car. And he's like, I like to have parties. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like having a good time. Oh, you yeah, like having yeah. good And then this is where the prostitute's like, hey, you're that guy from the newspaper. <laughs> yep. And then a pimp comes up and he's like, hey, uh, basically, Mick says something like, uh, quit talking dirty like that. We're, I'm, I'm about to make it with these ladies. Go away. I'm about to have a three-way. <laughs> he's like, yeah, because they're prostitutes. And then he starts mouthing off or something. He punches them. Well, yeah, he said no talking more. Oh, that's right. Yeah, get, to get down to business. That's right. So then he punches them. Yep. And then the ladies are all like, my hero. I guess so. Leaving out the fact that they'll get beaten to shit later by him uh-huh. for this. Well, but you know what? No, this is, this is unrealistic. Unrealistic, okay. Yep. Cab driver picks them up and they leave. And, well, yeah. he doesn't pick them up. He's oh, like, because he's drunk. I'm so good. I got to go home. And then <laughs> yeah. Mick drives him home. And then you hear him yelling at other cars, honking mm-hmm. horns, because... Drive on the right side of the road, and then whatever yep. Australian phrases he. <laughs> oh, the, well, that's right. But yeah, because he's on the wrong side of the road because yeah. of the yeah, reverse. But yeah, then it's morning, and uh, what I do like is yeah, uh, he's been sleeping on the floor. Yes, the bed is probably too comfortable, and now he's taking a bath, and he's but he's cleaning his own clothes in the bath. Yep, yep. And then what's her face? Sue comes in, and she pretends to be the maid, Rosalita or and whatever. She, and he's like, "Hey, Rosalita, Racist. not now. I'm gonna have." I don't have sex with you, Rosalita. <laughs> Not no. again. Takes his, uh, takes his hat and puts it over his crotch. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, it's just you. Wah, oh, wah. Yeah. And then uh, come, meet, come meet my dad. Mm. We're going yep. out to... We're, he's having a gala ballroom dinner thing. thing. They have a hot dog on their way out. And she... Or whatever. And then he he's like, are these good? And then she says... Well, you can, you can you can survive on it, but it tastes like shit. Right in front of the oh. guy who's selling it. And I was thinking, like, no, that's me. I know, you, I know what you're doing because you're turning around on on him. But this guy's trying to make a living. Yeah, he, he's in. This is a New York guy selling stuff on the street. He would be like, "Oh, you think my stuff is shit?" And yeah, pull it, it back well, yeah, and be was, like, "Screw you, never having any mine again." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know the that. nice '80s New York. 
we didn't see any like strip clubs at all in this movie. They were in Times Square at the time, and it was a shithole. Yeah, before Giuliani cleaned it up and killed. All, I was there before he people. cleaned it up, and I saw how many there were. Yeah, I guess it was. <laughs> um, I'm probably skipping stuff. Yeah, where we are, but Whatever. it doesn't matter. Oh, they go to an '80s party, and there's a guy trying to do coke. Uh, yeah, and, he, and, he, and Mick, be not knowing what cocaine is, I guess, not knowing about drugs, which is weird. Weird, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah dumps and it all in. the movie tries to normalize cocaine use. Yeah, yeah, and he, this guy was just doing blow in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. F- but no, he, and then the girl oh, the says, mm, "I miss Yeah, her. the girl said, "Oh, he's just doing that to get a buzz." And that's all that said. I'm like, yeah. "Holy crap." <laughs> they yeah. are really trying to make cocaine sound. Oh, it's nothing bad. You just oh, get a little buzz from that. Buzz. It was okay. It's a simpler time. Simpler times. It was the 80s. It was just 80s coke. It was just to get a buzz. <laughs> I mean, don't hit a long day at, on Wall Street and and Mick thinks he's got He's got sinus problems, so he dumps all the yeah. coke into hot water and puts a, a rag over his head and says, yeah. breathe in. This is how we do it to get rid of your sinus problem, which he thinks. And then Sue's like, that's a couple hundred dollars worth of coke you just did. What's coke? I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. Eh, whatever. That's, that's, un- that's not very believable, but there's later on in this movie, there's something completely unbelievable, which takes me out of the movie completely as an adult when I watch it. I said, that's a bunch of bullshit, so remind me to tell you about that. When we get to it, because it made me wow. it made me angry. Holy cow! Really, this movie did something that pissed me off royally. At that party, too, the the okay. one of the anyway. two prostitutes was there with another man. He's like, "Oh, it's good to see her here with her father." Huh. Blah blah blah. Anyway, that. and there was autumn eighties awesome eighties dresses everywhere. Oh yes, like an alphabet dress this lady was wearing, and Sue was wearing this red terrible. Oh god, that dress holes is... everywhere. Oh. Her, horrible dress. Awful. Anyway, anyway, skip to it. Uh, so now uh, we're up in that Sunday dinner party at the Mansion. McMansion of yes. the the mogul that owns news yep. one newspaper in New and, York, and sh- and he mentions he's like, so is this the fellow you've been talking about, and you've been wasting all my money on? Oh, just kidding. You're my daughter, <laughs> and I'm wealthy, so that's why you've been going to those huge hotels and spending. Yeah. All- oh, you're hugely wealthy. Okay, now it makes sense. Yep. Nah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, okay, and uh, they they trout around, trout around, yeah, there's trout, a, there's trout a around, trout. yeah, because after Mick, Mick, he didn't kill that trout that he killed. He, they, he just brought it along. It's now a zombie trout. Yeah, this is like you know, whole different movie. But uh, they take Mick around and introduce him to people, and it yeah. it would in reality be a bunch of people going, oh, oh so. Wow. So your name is Crocodile? I see. And they would be, you know, less like, oh, it's so quaint. Yeah. And But in the movie, they actually treat them very nicely, and mm-hmm. uh, they seem I'm... very interested in down-to-earth yeah. people. Where I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Doesn't they're, matter. they're having a dinner, and then editor jerky New York guy proposes, proposes. to Sue. She never she says. She never says yes. Exactly. She never said yes. She's just kind of in shock of, wow, this is all happening. I don't. And. Yeah, she really doesn't say anything, and Mick notices because he's sitting further away on the table, which doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever, but he's like, all right, well, that's the way it's going to be, and the next day is, I'm leaving. Yep. I'm going back to Australia. There's nothing for me here. Bye. Mm-hmm. But then she changes her mind, and she runs to the hotel, but he's already left. He talked to the doorman. I'm the not nerdy already out doorman. of here. Yep. yep, nerdy doorman, and they have a little conversation. 
about trying to talk like a New yeah. Yorker, and he's and then he's trying to it's talk nice. Australian, which is fine. But he goes to the subway because mm-hmm. he's gonna go walk about in the subway, just gonna start walking all over the United States. I guess so. Or That's, he's, he's yeah. gonna leave, go to the whatever. He's going on walkabout, but he's starting with the subway. Yeah. So they tell her that. So she chases and runs, like you said. Halfway there, she tosses her shoes off. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> she would have found every single pebble and stone you find on the street. Every single piece of garbage. She just and this cut is to shreds. New York in the eighties. Exactly. So there's like hypodermic needles everywhere. <laughs> tripping over homeless people. There's piss and shit and blood and semen everywhere. And she's going into the subway, which yeah, is even yeah, worse. Yeah. She went, okay, she's just right down the sidewalk. Okay, that's horrifying. Now you're going into the subway, my god, woman. So we can guarantee she has hepatitis now. She's got it all. Yeah, just and, terrible. Uh, and I thought the actress is doing this. What? You had to have cleaned. Come on, guys. Come on. <laughs> this is bullshit. I can accept everything else in this movie. <laughs> anyway, okay. So, anyway. so the subway's all crowded, and they have to yell back and forth between guys, and it's like a game of telephone. I liked it. Uh, a lot. It's cheesy. And the music. The music is playing in the I, background. I don't remember the music. And, oh, and, oh, so it's dun, the music you like. Dun, 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 oh, okay. Dun, 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 so it's in five four time. Ding, 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 sure. If that's five, four times, it is. <laughs> I don't know. It kind of sounded like it. Yeah, and yeah. So it's completely crowded. They're waiting for the train to come by, and he and Mick is all the other side. And she, yeah, they plays telephone uh, with one guy who look the guy with the red bandana. I've seen that actor before. He yeah, he seems of, familiar. Tons of stuff. I think it was, oh, it was a Cosby Show. I think he was in. He was huh. another doctor in the Cosby Show. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, yeah, and then yeah, we play telephone. And why I like, should uh, he not leave? Yeah, what and the how they say I love you. Yeah. That's why I shouldn't leave. And then the well, it's because the people in between end up getting involved. You yeah, know, they, they, they start going, and like, everyone else started getting like, "Oh, why should leave? I'm sorry, that guy's not right for me." Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "Okay, I'm coming back," and he can't get through, so he ends up walking what? across the people. It's, so awesome. it's set up because he said, "We're stuck in here like sheep." No one in yeah. New York would describe being in the subway being stuck together like sheep. I guess not. That's to cue into his roots being back from oh, Australia. Australia. Yep. And then he ends up walking across people, they're crushing necks, no, poking all, eyes because out. Because they all heard the conversation of she loves him, he loves her he back. He murdered people. We, we got to get hit them together. And so they all help and they all put their hands up supporting him. I saw a lot of faces across. getting crushed. He, he, he stepped on a couple heads. They were smiling. <laughs> it was fine. And he makes it across to her. They were happy because they got paid extra because they got yes. stepped on. And they got close up of them. The music swells. The amazing music <laughs> swells. And they're together. And yes. the movie ends immediately as they're just smiling, holding each other. Oh, great ending. I loved it. The only thing that's worth mentioning that we forgot was when they get mugged. And the oh, guy, it's a classic scene because it's a classic scene. Yes. We have to mention it. Is we that gotta, you're right? He's like, hey man, you got a light? He's like, no. And she, and she knows instantly. Yeah. Oh, this is a mugging. Yeah. And then he pulls out a little switchblade. He goes, yeah. Well, you're gonna give me your wallet. And then he's like, what? No, I'm not gonna give you my wallet. Got to give him your wallet. He's got a knife. That's not mm-hmm. a knife. This then he pulls out his Bowie knife. Is which, a knife. This is a knife. And then. Cuts, cuts the guy's jacket. Sleeve. He cuts his, yeah, his nice Eddie Michael Murphy Jackson, jacket. Eddie Murphy jacket. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's a great scene. And then the Simpsons. <laughs> that's not a knife. This is a knife. No, that's a spoon. Ah, I see you've played knifey spoony before. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yes, that's a very important scene. You're right. That I completely forgot about. That's okay. Because I wanted to get to the exciting ending. Knifey spoony reference? I guess so. And the ending, <laughs> which I like in. Okay. I, I see that you like it. I don't know why. 
I I, I want to say it's complete nostalgia. But um, so I guess we're getting to final judgment. Of final judgment. Dun, dun. <laughs> Whether or not this movie holds up. Uh, a lot of nostalgia for me. Obviously, the music just gets me. Yeah, enjoying this movie to watch it again and again and again, which I want to watch the second one now. I think, <laughs> but I understand why this movie doesn't work. It's it's very simple, but it's also that's what's nice about it too. It's not. You know, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have worked if it was someone else besides Paul Hogan, in my opinion. I think he's extremely charming. Sure. So charming that he actually fell in love with uh, Sue, or Linda is her real name. And they got married. Aww. Then they divorced in 20, uh, 2013. Aww. But they were married for a while. But uh, I would say, yeah, check out this movie. I I think it's a fun, fun 80s movie. Nostalgia. Yeah, to go back and watch, but your your stance I, is weakening as you talk. I know it is. It is I, okay. Heavy nostalgia for me. I understand that. Okay, I'll, I'll let you uh, ramble on. All right. Uh, to me, this movie is boring. <laughs> I hate to say it because you know, as a kid, I thought it was more stuff happening. But it's actually here's two people yeah. walking over here, yes. talking while walking. Then they stop walking and talk. Yeah. Then they walk over somewhere else while talking, True. stop, and talk again. Right. Yeah. So it's a lot of walking and talking in kind of interesting places. Well, like Australia is very yes. interesting. Yes. I, yeah. New York is less interesting because uh, I've, I've seen it. Um, yes. I did think that uh, Times Square in the 80s was awfully quaint. It's so small. It's very small. They had the Coke sign there. Oh, they had a Midori sign up there. So in the 80s, Midori was a shit. It's so much bigger than that now and after traveling around to other big cities and seeing their Times Square-ish kind of places it's just it looks so small and it's like it's cute Um, but yeah the movie doesn't compel me Um, it rides the line of being old fashioned I don't know that's why I liked it I, I guess the reason why I liked it was just because yeah you're right it's slow but I wanted to see these two people get together and then they did, and that's probably why I got, I got excited. And okay, then, and then and I you knew, know who these people are. Yeah, for anyone who wouldn't know who these people that's are, true. they wouldn't give a shit unless you start watching. And then you realize the chemistry between the two, and you're like, "Oh, I want to see these guys get together at the end of this movie." So I'm going to watch it. I never felt like I wanted to ship them during the movie. Okay, well, I did. <laughs> and the second, one, the second one does have a lot more action in it. There's, okay. there's gunfire. Are you, are you trying to convince me to watch the second yeah, one? Yeah, let's watch it together. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna say skip it. Okay, I don't think it holds up. I think it's nostalgia that pulls you in. Yep, I would have to agree with you. But you know, give it a try. <laughs> Paul, I understand. I understand. Go on, do it. Yeah, go on, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Speaking of doing things. Whoa. <laughs> uh, this year, little podcast, uh, you probably downloaded it on iTunes or any other podcast downloading services. If you could rate and review, that would be awesome. Maybe bump us up in some sort of profile and get Maybe. other people well, listening to our little program here. That we program. do program here in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Ha. Ha, ha, ha. I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. I just made a sound. And if you have any suggestions for us, any movies you want to have us review, rewind. Uh, we're on Facebook at, at The Rewinders Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So we are The Rewinders. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, wow.
bam, 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 b